Previously on Too Old to Date. I feel like I should be honest with you about how I'm feeling. Okay. So, I care about you, and I like hanging out with you, but I don't find myself feeling motivated to make long-term plans with you. I don't sing, I don't dance, you won't try here anymore. Michael, 37, and Rebecca, 34, are on their way to Central Park for a picnic with the rest of their running team. So, I got a wedding invitation in the mail the other day from my residency buddy, Ari. You free in September? I should be. Where's the wedding? Curacao. I thought that was a liquor. (laughs) No. I mean, it is, but it's a place, too. It's one of the ABC islands, Aruba, Bonaire, and Curacao. Kind of down by South America. You want to go? Yeah, sure. That sounds great. Cool. There is just one thing. Curacao is in the bed of the Zika zone, so a few of my friends that are either pregnant or trying aren't going to go. Oh, I don't know Zika. Should I be worried about Zika? No, no. It's only bad for babies during pregnancy. If you get bit by a mosquito carrying the disease, it can cause all kinds of birth defects and stuff. So men are in the clear? No. Actually, for guys, it may be worse. They just had a case where a baby tested positive for Zika, and only the dad had been to the Virgin Islands. And he hadn't been there for like six months before they got pregnant, which is longer than it's active in women, so it can stay in your sperm for a while. For how long? Well, at least six months. It's still a new disease, so so they don't really know yet. Okay, so as long as we're not planning on having kids in the next six months, I think we're all good. More or less. So... You weren't planning on having kids in the next six months? Oh, I was not. But what about after? After? Like, not right after, but later. Do you want kids? Yeah, I do. I Yeah, I definitely do. You? Yeah, for sure. Definitely not in the next six months. How many kids do you want? Probably two. Yeah, I think two. One isn't enough because you want them to have a sibling. Three is, like, too many because if you're living in the city, that means you have to take two different cabs to get your family anywhere. Really? That's only five people. Five people can fit in a car. Yeah, you forgot the driver. Right, the driver. So you're either stuck getting an Uber XL or a minivan cab or something else. It's a pain. That is a fair point. Okay, so definitely no John and Kate plus eight situations going on here. Oh, definitely not. Those kids have to be old now. Whatever happened to them? I don't know about the kids, but a buddy of mine went to high school with John, and now he's back in his hometown in Pennsylvania DJing, and he's also working like... I don't know, eight hours a week at a TGI Fridays as a prep cook. Oh my god, that's so sad. Is it? There's everyone. Oh good, Grant's already here. Yay. Rebecca runs to greet Grant, 35. Before Michael can follow, he receives a phone call from Bradley, 34. Hey man, you holding up okay? I'll manage. I can't believe you guys were broken up when we were hanging out last week. I mean, we weren't broken up because we were never really together. You know what I mean. Why didn't you tell me? Honestly, in hindsight, I have no idea. At the time, it just seemed like a good idea to just have one last fun night with her. I don't understand that logic at all. I can't explain all the things I feel. Michael looks at Rebecca and Grant. I get it. But what happened after you left? Yeah, so it was fucking weird. She said that she was down to have like one last sleepover, so we went back to my apartment. And on the cab ride home, she fell asleep and she was like leaning on me when she fell asleep, which is so fucking confusing because she had already broken up with me. So I'm like, I'm having mixed feelings because on the one hand, I'm thinking, well, my whole thing tonight was I just wanted to have one last 
fun night with her, so why don't I just enjoy this while I can? And on the other hand, I'm thinking, I feel like I'm being exploited. Or maybe that's too extreme, but let's say, like, I feel at least like this is so fucking dumb. Yeah, she basically said, I don't want to see you, but let's snuggle. That's exactly right. So we get back to my apartment, and we, like, quietly get undressed, and we get in my bed, and we're sleeping naked, and... I don't. I, I got the feeling that she like was down to screw one more time, and I turned my back on her in bed. I thought that was the whole point. I figured that'd be the whole point of having one more last fun night together was to have one more round of sex. So a few minutes into it, in my head, I'm like, "This is fucking stupid. Like, she's here. What are you gonna be like a petulant little baby the whole time she's here? Like, do something." But all I could muster up to do, because I actually was upset, was roll over and like spoon her for a while. And I, I an, an, an erection honestly was not happening. This is the saddest sleepover I've ever heard of in my life. I'll end it on like a bit of a funny note just so I can cheer you up because at least one of us can be happy is the next morning. I did ask while we were going through our final like essentially a post-mortem. I was like, so you, and it was like quiet and awkward for a second. Yeah. I said, so you want to fucking call it a day? And she said no. So (laughs) I didn't get laid. And now it's over. And uh, you know what? Fuck it. It's not like she didn't tell me from the beginning that she's closed off. Right, you always knew that. I don't get why I'm so attracted to girls like that. I don't know, you're kind of a woman. What? I'm just messing around with you, buddy. So do you think you'll see her again? I have to, I mean, I have to get some clothes back from her place, but I think I'm just going to ask her to leave my stuff with her doorman. I'm not sure what good seeing her again would do. You're a smart man, Bradley. Hey, what are you up to now? Want to come to Central Park? I'm meeting a bunch of the running people here. No, thank you very much. Your running friends are the most boring people on the planet. I like them. All right, well, enjoy. I just got a haircut, and I'm going to go get on the train and head back home. Ah, the post-breakup haircut. Such good therapy. That it is, my friend. I will talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, buddy. Bradley hangs up his phone and descends the stairs to catch an uptown Q train. He walks onto the platform where he is shocked to see Zoe, 29. Oh, hello. <laughs> hey. Have you been? Good. This is so weird. Is it? We live off the same subway line. Yeah, I guess it's not that weird. So, how have you been? Since the last time I saw you a week ago, the same. Right. Makes sense. I was actually just talking about you. To who? To Mike. I was just saying that I needed to get my clothes back from your place, and I was going to ask you to leave them with your doorman, though. I can do that. Awesome. I'm heading home now. Do you want to just come up and get them? Yeah, I mean, I guess since we're already heading that way. This is going to be weird. It's going to be weirder now that you said that. Bradley and Zoe bought the Uptown Q train. How have you been in the last week? Mm, this has not been the best week. God, I'm sorry I asked. I'm not going to make this weird. I was just going to say my favorite dollar slice pizza closed. Ah, uh, the one in Midtown? Great memory. Sad you never got to try it. How good could it be if it closed? As good as the best buy the slice pizza in the city could be. What made it so great? Well, for one thing, it didn't taste like trash, like most dollar slices do. But they're for when you're drunk. Yeah. I could eat this one sober. Even look forward to it. I can't remember ever eating a dollar slice. You've eaten them. That's my point, though. You're not supposed to remember eating it. I also, and this is kind of weird, but a few years ago I was in Jersey for a wedding, and the morning after I took an Uber to the train station, and the driver randomly happened to be one of the owners of the restaurant. How do you know that? He told me. I don't believe this story. How does that come up? He was a talker. He was telling me that he Ubers and owns real estate in Jersey, and is part owner of a buy-the-slice pizza place in Midtown. My heart, like, jumped into my throat, and I asked him if it was my favorite spot, and he said yes, and I freaked the fuck out. I don't believe it. It happened. 
I believe it happened, but you're a dummy if you believe this Uber driver was also a real estate tycoon and a pizza entrepreneur. Also, though, he was Sikh, and so were the guys running the pizza place. So? So it's not like there are a ton of Sikh-owned buy-the-slice pizza places in Midtown. Have you been to all the buy-the-slice pizza places in Midtown? There are so many. I still think it's true, and I still feel bad for him that this place closed. Zoe rolls her eyes as the Q train approaches the station near Bradley's apartment. Last chance to get off here. I thought you were cool with me coming to get my stuff now. Alright, as long as you still don't feel weird about this. Why do you keep bringing up that it's weird? Are you trying to make it weird? No, I mean just acknowledging the situation. I don't understand the benefit of that, so I'm gonna ignore it. Bradley and Zoe get off the train and quietly walk to Zoe's apartment. I had a feeling I'd hear from you about your clothes. Well, yeah, how many guys just leave their clothes behind? I've kept some of my ex's t-shirts and things like that before. So how'd you know you'd hear from me? You only have like six shirts, and these two here you wear all the time. I have more than six shirts. I just really like these. Right. Here you go. Cool. Thanks. What are you getting up to for the rest of the day? Uh, Mike wanted me to come meet him and his running team in Central Park, so I might do that. You thinking of joining the team? Not really. Zoe pats Bradley on his belly. Might do you a little good. Okay then. I'm gonna get going. All right. Enjoy the park. Yeah. Maybe I'll see you around. I hope so. Bradley walks out of Zoe's apartment and enters the elevator. So confusing. So if you're listening to Too Old to Date, you are clearly into podcasts. And if you are clearly into podcasts, I guarantee you thought about starting your own. And you're probably worried, how do I do that? How do I get it out there? How do I get it out to the millions of people who listen to Too Old to Date? Do you think their inner monologue is as, is as like manic as yours? Probably. Yeah, I bet it is. Mike, before you go on, you're about to tell them about Blueberry, and I know it. And it's great, and I'm glad you're doing it. But first, I want to know, what do you think their podcast is going to be about? So most podcasts I see out there are just about like me and Brittany. We're going to talk about our lives and politics and comedy and movies and just going to have some fun. I think that's a bad idea, you and Brittany. I think they should ditch Brittany entirely. Brittany, you're terrible at podcasting. Brittany is the anchor of podcasting. She's dragging you down. You can do this without Brittany. You should absolutely do this without Brittany. And Brittany, think about what you've done with your life and reevaluate. And maybe think a blog is a better idea than a podcast for you, for sure. Try writing, Brittany. Blueberry is your way to get into podcasting. It is the largest podcast directory in the world, and they will host your podcast. Sign up with Blueberry, and not only do you get hosting, but you can also get Blueberry analytics which are amazing and we use them to know where and who our audience is we're watching you right now Brittany Brittany you need to reevaluate your goals head over to blueberry.com that's blueberry without the letter e and use the code t-o-t-d which is too old to date's initials and if you haven't figured that out by now then you're clearly Brittany Brittany and let them know that we sent you by using that code that's t-o-t-d at blueberry.com you do not get to use the code Brittany Back in Central Park, Michael is becoming furious watching his girlfriend Rebecca sitting on a picnic blanket and sharing a water bottle with her friend, Grant. He tries to calm himself by talking to Adam, 31, one of his running teammates. And I was able to PR in that race despite the fact that I just flew in the night before. Uh Uh-huh. I think it may have helped me actually. I was too tired to be nervous. I just hunkered down, I focused on my form, focused on my breathing, and it all came together. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that's that's real crazy. And because I wasn't nervous, I started off slower than normal, but around mile five, I hit my pace and I was able to pull off a negative split. Oh yeah, they, they say that's better. Michael takes notice as Rebecca and Grant begin to playfully push each other. Oh my god, they are so good. You have to try one. No, I made them for everyone else. I don't want one. But now I'm training with this new plan. These are seriously the best Christinis I've ever had. I'm running 12 400s every Tuesday, 8 800s every Wednesday. Try it. Stop it. I don't want one. That's it. 
Rebecca pushes Grunt to the ground and pins his arms down with her knees. She shoves the crostini into his mouth. Others turn to watch. Then on Thursday, I do a ladder run where I go one mile. I'm so sorry, Adam. Could you excuse me for a second? Hey there. I don't mean to break up all the fun, but... Hey, Becky, can I actually ask you a question real quick? Yeah, sure. What's up? Would you mind stepping over here for a minute? It's kind of personal. Sure. (laughs) Okay, what the fuck was that? I'm sorry? That was the flirtiest fucking thing I've ever seen. You just jumped on him. And then you straddled him, and now you're feeding him? Oh, stop it. That was nothing. We were just goofing around. That was not goofing around. What are you saying? I'm saying, what is going on with you two? You're spending all your time together. You text him constantly. He tried to undermine me with that drink thing in the restaurant the other day. You two go to the Museum of Sex. Now you're swapping spit with him, and then you just, like, you feed him. We swapped spit? I saw you sharing that bottle of water. Oh, my God. So I've been trying to play cool since he moved here, but now, what the actual fuck? Are you asking if I'm cheating on you? No, I'm asking if you have feelings for him. We're friends. And maybe if you had friends other than just Brad, you would understand that this is how friends behave. This is not how friends behave. Do you see anyone else here straddling their friends with a skirt on? This is such an ugly side of you. Just answer the question. Do you have feelings for him? No. And I can't believe you're actually making me say that. Do you know what we were just talking about? I told him that you and I talked about having kids and that before today, the topic of kids was the last thing I worried could derail us. That's not true. You were talking about Christinis and then you jumped on them. Everybody else was starting to watch. It makes me really uncomfortable and clearly I'm not the only one here because everybody else is paying attention. Did you just hear what I just said? I heard you, but you're just ignoring all the weird behavior between you two. You never once stopped to ask me if the way you act with him made me, I don't know, uncomfortable. It was clear it made you uncomfortable, but you were never upfront about it. Bringing it up now in front of everyone is really gross, Mike. I feel like we're on completely different pages with this conversation. Can we just, like, try and get on the same level for a second? On the same level? I just... I can't even look at you right now. You are just... You're just like a a stranger to me. Do you know what a good time I was having before you pulled this? I, I can't believe you. And that is what you think of me. That I would fall for this old friend. Why do you think that? Because you are constantly reminding me of how great he is. Oh, Grant's so funny and he's so smart. Grant's so athletic. He's so fast. Grant is so rich and he's so generous. You make it out like he's just a better version of me. There are a lot of people that are a better version of this jealous, insecure you. Look, I saw you feeding him and my blood boiled. I could feel my ears getting hot and I just couldn't stand there and just talking to Adam about whatever bullshit Adam was talking about. Well, then you need to go cool off. Fine, let's get out of here. Oh, we aren't going anywhere. I'm leaving, and you can take a day or a couple of days to figure out what the hell you want. Because I don't care that you're slow. And I don't care that you're not rich. And I don't care that you're not tall. But what I do care about is that you respect me. And that you trust me. And that you can keep your shit together at a party when you get upset. So leave me alone for a few days, because you need to figure out if you can be that guy, and I need to figure out if I want this too. Fine. Fine. Bye. Bye. As Rebecca storms off, Michael realises that the majority of his running team is now focused on him. Grant walks up to him. Hey man, I didn't realise I was crossing any lines. I wish you'd have said something. Now's not really the time, Grant. Alright, I'll leave you alone. She really likes you, dude. Honestly, I think she loves you. (sighs) I fucking hate you, Grant. Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tunzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Additional voices this episode were provided by Emily Cratter, Remy Casimir, and Jacob Mann. Our theme music is Loveless by GoGo Ghost. Follow us on social media at Too Old to Date. Contact us at info at 2 
and visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows and pay for more dates.